What up, though? This is Pop Culture 223, a podcast where we talk about firearms, the Second Amendment, gear, and the culture. Get it popping with us on this journey. Let's go. What up, though, everybody? This is another episode of the Pop Culture 223 Podcast, one of the top-rated podcasts in Detroit. We kick it everything about what's going on in the culture, what's going on for the culture, and what's popping by the culture today. Yes, sir. We back in the studio. We got bears on the ones and twos. Yes, I got, sir. We got a guest today. He's the owner of uh, some spas. He used to own some uh, massage parlor spas, I just found out. Yeah. But... He sold them. He jumped into the laser tag business. Gave called- him away. Gave him away. <laughs> gave him away. Yeah, I had a partner in that. Yeah. It's called Battlefield CQB. And let me tell you, man, I went there about uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and I'm still mm-hmm. trying to recover from it because I was so damn tired. But I'm going to let him introduce himself. Um, like I said, he's one of the owners of Battlefield CQB. Um, it's a laser tag training facility in Westland, but it's another owner called Nelson... Nelson Ang, yeah. Nelson Ang. Buddy, yep. Yep. So he's another owner. So I'm gonna let Tim introduce himself and you know, just just give a just give us a little background about you, where you, you know, come from and all that good stuff. And about the massage parlors that you used to have. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Nelson, he's my partner in this, you know. Unfortunately he's uh he got got a little sick at Shot Show and he uh, ended up uh yeah, so he can't be here today. But Ooh. uh well, don't forget to tell us who you are, though. <laughs> My name, yeah, Tim Steckel. That's that's me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so him and I own Battlefield CQB, and like you were saying, yeah, I had uh, had some spas in the uh, back in the day. Uh, I got rid of them probably about a two, man, maybe almost three years now. Okay, it's been a minute. You still got the connect, though, man. I get a little. I'm a, I'm a mechan- I, can, I'm a, I can make a couple calls. I'm a yeah, bus mechanic man, I can use a good, good, good rub down. I'm not even being funny. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, I can make a couple calls and get you, get you taken care of, get you loosened up. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So, um, I want to say one thing. Yeah. Uh, what is these lifesavers? Gummies is, you know, is, we always got these on deck, man. Always. Always. They got these on deck, yeah, always. Always. And now, now always the Buttermade. Yeah, the Buttermade specials. You, you know, know what I'm saying? We try to keep and it real organic me, up in here. a few more of the chips. I'm you a little nervous it. about the game. I'm a little hungry, but more or less nervous about the game later. You see how we uh we got our Lions gear on today. You know how we do. Yeah, yeah. I'm rocking. um Always. I got the Detroit Originals, uh, Detroit hoodie sweater on. Yes, sir. So shout out to Detroit Originals. He's a, a brand out of Detroit and in, in the city. So I picked one of his hoodies up. Um, comfortable. I like what he was doing. So hopefully he said he he down with coming on the show. So we go, we gonna have him up here one day. Um, another affiliate man. I can't say enough about Spencer over at Freedom Holsters. Mm-hmm. Um, he made this holster for me. Uh, it's for my Glock 48. Got the Louis on. This is the only Louis I can afford. Got the Louis bag. You know, check it out. But I also got the I also got the little duffel, you know, little holster for the mag. But this go to my Glock 48 um, with the TLR7. Some other side with the wing and everything too. Yeah, got that little wing wanger on there. Um, This is a comfortable holster, man. Like I said, 
If you go to their website and type in uh, heavy metal, um, you get a, I think 10% off any holster you order. So please uh, go on there and support. They support the show, support everything we're doing. So you get a little kickback. I ain't gonna say a little kickback, it's 10%. So it, it's something. Hey, that's a little something, something. Opposed to nothing. That's more than the tax. Right, right, right. So, <laughs> so Bear, this is what I want you to do, man. So some of the topics we're gonna talk about today, just trying to right. keep us on, on schedule. We're gonna talk about Shot Show. Okay. Tim did go. Um, we're gonna talk nice. about Battlefield nice. CQB, okay. and then we're gonna talk about a little bit. I'm gonna read a little bit about this letter uh, the tech, the Texas Governor Abbott had wrote to the okay. to to your to your boy Joe. We still on that, huh? Yeah, I mean, hey, it's out here, I right? Mean, I mean, I saw some of the, the new stuff. You know, they define and yada. You know, we'll get to that, but okay. All right, so Tim, you tell us a little bit about your background and you know where where you came from, where you stay at. Yeah. Uh, are you from Detroit or Metro Detroit area? I'm, I was born and raised in Livonia. You know what? By God, it's kept me here. I've been all <laughs> over the world, but I, okay. it routed me right back here to Livonia. So. Okay. Okay. That's cool. That's Franklin cool. Franklin High School, MSU guy. Mm. Um, oh. I know. I know. It's I, guess, all right. I felt it's like right. some hearts might break when I said that. But. Hey. I, I got a question. Sorry, right, man. We ain't mad at you. I got a question, man. So yeah. this is just something I, I, I guess I was on my Dre shit. So listen. You go in the boys. You go in the bathroom. It's three pissers and three shitters. Yeah. So, if someone takes the pisser in the middle, do you go to the left or to the right, or you just go to the shitter? Like, what, what's 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 the what's the rule of play? All right, I'll be honest with you. So I hate being in the situation, right? Y'all walk in. I'm going. I'm going to the shitter. I'm going to the shitter. You should know. Etiquette tells you. You pick us. You go to one side or the other. You don't go in the middle because you're putting the next guy in an awkward position. Like this motherfucker, this ain't tic tac toe. You ain't trying to win. What we doing? Right. Like I, if he in the middle, I go to the right. Am I posing like not like like look to the right or I? Because I can't make eye contact with him. You know what I'm saying? We looking looking at each other like. I'm just like, dog, I, and I don't want to go in the shitter because I ain't about to take a shit. I ain't about to sit down, so I feel kind of, kind of way about that. I'm just like, it's a waste of time. It's it's a waste of a good shitter to go take a piss in the shitter opposed to a star. But I'll leave, I'll leave the door open in the shitter if I go in it. And that way, you know, but it depends on the layout, too. You know, nah, sometimes I shut you got the door. These, My ass is to the no. I'm shutting the door. You got set up a diff- certain way, you know. So it's sometimes if the pisser is set up a certain way, it's Listen, not as awkward. I would just want to know what's the rule. Like, if he, if it's three stars to take a piss in, you go, if you like, if two guys walk in, do you just go straight to the middle or you go to the left? And then he go far to the right, so it's like a foot, <laughs> hey, two feet hey. in between. Hey man, I just want to know, dog. Where did this come from? You I sound, was on some Dre shit, man. You sound like you do, doing dubbing the beer or uh, or some authentic Dre stuff. Yeah, right you know, because I walked in the bathroom. <laughs> I was, it, was, it was a gentleman in front of me. I was at work. He walked straight to the one in the middle. I got it on me. I said, "Motherfucker, you ain't see me behind you." I'm like, what? The, what is going on? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I was just, you know, trying to throw that shit out there, man. So, you know, it is what it is. Hey, hey. What? <laughs> you know what I do for the dudes to do that? What? I don't know if you remember this or, or you can kind of get the visual of remembering this part. You remember in, in uh, Bad Boys in the first one when they go to the club and Martin goes to the bathroom and the dude's like, oh, what's with he butt wise? He just basically kind of looks my man right in the face like, yeah. <laughs> Make it even more awkward and look at him like you dummy. Like what was you <laughs> Right. That's I guess that was just a little Drake. That was on I was on my Drake shit. It just happened, you know. Oh man. You know, keep it keep it keep it authentic. That's All right, hilarious. so look. So I just want to know your opinion, what your thoughts were. So I had it's a, Governor Ed wrote a letter. Wait, wait, wait. Before we do that, man, what? I I want to touch on something else too, going back to with the business. Yeah. 
So <laughs> no, no happy ending. <laughs> no, oh, not not damn. that business. I'm talking about the oh, battlefield. Shit. I'm talking about the laser tag fool. Oh, okay. So why laser tag? Why get into it? What made you want to get into it? Nelson got me and, into and, it. And 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 two parter of it. Why do it the way you guys do it? Okay. And I ain't, that's a good question. That's not in there, but we was gonna get to that. Go ahead. Oh, my Dang. bad, my bad, my bad. No, right? I mean, no, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, uh, so when I got out of the spot, well, before even that, Nelson had been bugging me. There was a place called MI Combat, uh that I was heard up of, in yeah. Rochester. Yeah. And still uh, there. I think they're moving somewhere. They did else. move. Yeah, yeah, they moved to Mount Clemens, I think. No, they're or, I'm sorry, uh, Madison Heights. Madison Heights, yeah, yeah, yeah. Madison Heights. And uh, he, we walked in there. We we played every now and again. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "We know we need to do one of these." I'm like, "You're out your damn mind right now with this craziness." <laughs> he he's never run a business before. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking this guy doesn't know what he's in for. Well, he's this, into, is, right. this is a whole can of worms. There's tech you got to deal with. There's, mm-hmm. it's it's craziness. But anyways, he kept you know over and over asking me about it, asking me about it, and. I got out of the spa business, and it was like a good year. I kind of really wasn't doing anything, just kind of just enjoying retirement. Mm-hmm. I, I had a son, I, you know, I got a son, and he was just born around that time. Okay. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to just Chilling enjoy up. this mm-hmm. and just do all the stuff that I wanted to do when I was a kid that I couldn't, you know. And, um, you know, the funny thing is, is when you don't do anything for a while, you kind of start to get the itch again of like, Maybe I kind of want to do something. I need you to be out here doing something, yeah. Especially it's, if it was a home run. Factor, yeah. You kind of get a thing like, was this just a one-time thing? Did I get lucky? Mm-hmm. Or can I, is it me? Can I crack it off again? Mm-hmm. And you start to question yourself. And just, I think, over time, and then we talked about it again. And I was like, you know what? I was like, you want to really do I go, let's give it a shot. Let's check it out, see what we got to do. And I'll be honest with you. At first, I kind of was only like had one foot in. And was kind of like, I don't know if I'm, I don't even know if he's really serious about it. Uh, I was going to kind of, and sometimes when you get on a train, it just starts moving you. Mm-hmm. And you're almost, it's almost like you're on an autopilot mm-hmm. and things just start, you make a couple moves forward and it just keeps going. Then just mm-hmm. momentum starts right. to, starts to uh, kind of kick in. And then before you know it, you know, we got a lease on a building, and I'm like, <laughs> well, and now we doing, have to do you're something. You're doing this, right, right. <laughs> so sometimes the uh, making an agreement and just kind of jumping off, I've always found is the best way because it just forces you at that point to do it. Because if not, you're just going to take a loss. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of like how it started. And it wasn't really, you know, we weren't even going to do the M- or the uh, ICOM now. Most people don't know this. I we thought it was a franchise. Mm-hmm. It's not a franchise. When we called mm-hmm. to inquire about it, apparently they kind of wanted it to be that way at the beginning. Then they just became an equipment supplier. Okay. What's the name of that company? iCombat. Okay. So they're out of uh, Wisconsin, and um, they supply all the equipment, the software, all that kind of stuff. You lease the software from them, but you buy the equipment. Um, they do. I think they do have some services where they can do maps, and we didn't take advantage of any of that stuff where they can like, like create maps and stuff for you and layouts. But we figured we could just do that on our own. But there was a there was a Russian company um, called Laser Wars. I think I'm saying it right, and they still exist. But theirs was actually even more realistic. Mm. Um, and we were going to go with them. That was our original uh, choice, but. As we were about to make the order, 
the Ukraine thing popped off, mm. and there was a ban on anything Everything to be imported Russia. from yeah. Russia. So they claimed that it was still good to go, but we'd have to like go to Paris and pick up a container. It sounded like some Jason Bourne shit that right. I wasn't ready for. And, go uh, dogs of war, yeah, picking up go laser tag Then we got to pick this up. Then we got to ship it over here. Then we got to make sure it gets on the boat there. Yeah. Dogs just, of war. Yeah, I just pretty much assumed that, uh, you know, we send them a couple hundred grand and that would be the last we saw right. of it. It would be, right. it would be gone. But uh, right. so when it kicked off, we did, man, we were kind of, we almost actually did do some wild shit and head out there. But then we were kind of like, we started thinking about the support aspect. Like, what if mm-hmm. some of this stuff goes down? There's problems with the software. Right. It's better probably to have a stateside company. Makes and sense. that's what we went with. So that's kind of so how you, we got it. Um, You said something about the realisticness of it. Yeah. Was it levels to it? Like, this one is like A level, B level, C level? Or... Yeah, they had some stuff that was, well, it wasn't like. It was repurposed AK-47s or mm. 74 part. It was mm. the actual gun that they had kind of like milled out and that's one of the reasons it couldn't be sent over because they were just straight up sending over. Mm-hmm. They were straight up sending AKs. over repurpose weight and everything AK. Exact. <laughs> wow. Exact things. Wow. Straight up from probably off the ground. Just grab <laughs> it and <laughs> retrofit it. And it got some it bodies on it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this thing got some bodies on it. You may not. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm right. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Because I was looking up, um, like I said, I was trying to, you know, dig down into it. Like the military used to have something called uh, MILS, and it was um, the multi multi integered laser engagement system. Yep. Started like in the 1980s. Um, and they used the same uh, tools to do, the, to do their training with their soldiers. And now I guess the technology has come so far that they're still using it, but they're trying to maybe go away from it, go into other things, like you we was talking off the air, like some of the um, virtual reality stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, just talk a little bit about that, because like I said, the tape, it, when I got there and I was training shooting, maybe I was more, I guess I was fascinated or was just like, damn, we about to get busy here. Maybe because the the blueprints. But the guns are, the firearms that we use in our, they, the mags don't come all the way out. But they do eject like an inch or two, so right. you gotta, you do gotta do the motion and you, you pull the charging handle, right? Yep. Yeah. So it's kind of it's, it's it's realistic. It has a realism to it. Yeah. It's a hundred percent realism to it. But like I said, um, did is that something that y'all were like, okay, so the military using it, we know it's a, is it a growing uh, industry for that stuff, or you know how is that? Yeah, so the so the military, like you said, they were using the uh, mile system, and they still do use it, but it's it's clunky. It's there's a lot of attachments you got to put on it. What we use is more of an upgraded version of, of what they're using uh, the mile system. Mm-hmm. It's still not perfect. You know, we still get the people who are like, hey, that's what, well, the only perfect one is like an actual bullet. So do you, right. you can, and you straight right. up can't just do that. So right, it's as realistic as as you can get it to a point. Um, it still has to be commercial friendly, though. Like mm-hmm. you said, the mags don't come all the way out because, by God, we'd have them all over the floor. The bro- broken ones. Yeah. Taking them, all kind of stuff, yeah. There's a maintenance aspect that you have to do to, to have it be a commercial venture to where it's, it's still robust enough and not as many moving parts to where you're going to be constantly, you know, repairing and then diminishing the, you know, business aspect of it, of, right. of actually turning a profit. 
<laughs> right. So I can imagine um um uh your partner being gung ho going straight down in uh, Nelson going into it because he was excited. Yep. And then you kinda like pulling him back because like you said, you mentioned like, you know, the 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 support team, yeah, the, the maintenance the maintenance, the aspect. You don't want to be too realistic. We have broken parts and we're gonna be repairing it, paying for mags, this, this and this. Yeah. So I can imagine he was like, Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he you know, Nelson is um he's very he's extremely good with numbers. You know, he's like a finance guru. Um, but he had never done a he had never run a business before. Mm. So I had a perspective, he had a perspective, and you're right, he was he was certainly more like gung ho, like anything's possible. I was kind of more of the we gotta bring it down to reality type. Um, but at the same time, he balances me out though too, because sometimes I wanna get on some wild shit and spend crazy <laughs> money of like having some top notch, you know, and he's kinda like brings me a little bit back down to reality so it's i love the partnership because we kind of like keep each other in check in a, in a sort a good of balance way. yeah okay. nice so let me ask how do you what's the approach of balancing the realism in the what's going on as far as like the training aspect like is it a yeah so you know personally i don't feel like the gear that we have that we use for the public is not really what you want ideally for a training environment. We have different gear that we use as far as training stuff goes. Oh, you do? Mm. Yeah. So it, the stuff, well, technically all we had was a headband on, but mm. keep going. Because yeah. I think it was a, it's supposed to be a vest and a headband, yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. You bring up a good point. Yeah, when you guys came, you guys were all tacked out. <laughs> and then you just did the head. We're right. There's the gun, there's the vest, and then there's a headband component typically in like a regular session that you right. can do. Um, and it's, like I said, it's pretty accurate. The problem is that gun isn't a real gun. That gun is a combination of a, an MP5. It's got like a 1911 handle on it. It's got, um, some AR parts, you know, it's like mm -hmm. selector switch and mag release type mm -hmm. of situation. So it's kind of like a combination. The Frankenstein. Of a laser yeah, it's like gun. a Frankenstein. And so it's not anything that anybody's going to actually run in the field. And as you guys know, as much training as you guys have done, that's a critical component right. of, of having the weapon you're going to be using. You know, you, it's hard in a situation where, you know, milliseconds matter, all that kind of stuff comes into play heavily. Mm -hmm. So we have, we're almost like two separate uh, divisions almost in a weird way. Most people don't know this because one, we're so new, and two, it, we really don't talk about it as super uh, a lot. But we have Battlefield CQB, which is kind of like our laser tag. Fun, family, you know, games, people play, adult-style laser tag is usually what we say, just because of the weight of the equipment. Right. Little kids, it's not as fun for them uh, just because of the weight of the gear. But then we have BCQB, which is our training division. Um, that's kind of where we go as far as, like, the law enforcement training. We're trying to get into more of the civilian training. Um, but that's kind of like our two, our two uh, I don't know if you call them divisions. We're so small. Sure. You, to, sure. to say divisions sound, <laughs> sounds Hey, ridiculous. no, you got to talk about it like talk, it is. Talk right? big, man. Divisions. That's, I'm with it. So talk. So I didn't. I didn't know that. And I was like, well, you know, I'm looking up like like laser tag. I was like, that sounds so kiddish. You know, what I'm saying? I keep using the word laser tag as far as the training, but as far as like 
the laser tag part well, like what are some of the games that we that we were there playing i know it's like uh uh we had um what catch the flag and then what what's some of the other ones yeah so like they're very much run off of like kind of a call of duty format about so that feels like call of duty with like team deathmatch and that's what and that's what we start flag with and domination and yeah yeah yeah. I, yeah team deathmatch is what we start with because one it's the simplest mm-hmm. um and you know, you're just trying to get rid of the other team. You're trying to kill them as many times as possible. Right. You have unlimited lives. You don't have to worry about it. You know, unlimited ammo. Um, so it's it gets that's the first game we typically play because it gets players used to the map and used to the equipment. So that way they can at least gain some level of competency before they play I, some of the mission-based games. I don't know if you can get used to that map because I, I was there all day and I still <laughs> couldn't figure that shit out. But, like, okay, so I didn't even know about the division. So about the training aspect, how, how does that go on? Because y'all have a unit or company coming. Well, y'all had one. Talk about the Well, if you can, mention them about them. But then you got one coming in in May or somewhere in there that's a three-group uh session is i mean three three guys is coming in that's doing a cqb uh class in there a two day yeah uh yeah i think it's a two yeah three day it's a three three day well yeah two or three day class uh-huh. i'd have to look uh orion group is coming okay. in um and they they just rented it out uh they rented the facility out and they just called me and asked if they could rent so it out because i know you said you have you have done training yep you know what i'm saying so you you, you are you familiar with that group yeah yeah, when they called uh, called us up, I was actually a little bit surprised because they're a very popular, reputable group. Um, and like I said, I, well, when I first got into this with Nelson, the one thing I wanted it to, to be was a training facility. Mm-hmm. The laser tag was almost a secondary thing that we were just going to do with the space when there wasn't training happening. However, the the laser tag part kind of beat it out of the gate you know, in when we started, it was very slow. I mean, there was nobody coming in because nobody knew what the hell we were or anything about anything. And we had advertised, but you know how it is. People got to see something a hundred times before they give it a shot. I mean, there's restaurants that are like a block from my house that I still have never gone into mm-hmm. for no reason other than I just haven't gone into it. So we had that kind of uphill battle. And uh, I always tell this story, you know, I was kind of looking... You know, the first night we were open, Nelson thought it was going to be, like, packed. And I was telling him, I was like, dude, I don't think we're going to see a soul, to be honest with you. And he hired a guy to do security because he thought it was going to be so many people. He thought it was going to be lines out the door. He thought it was going to be lines out the door. So there's this guy who's there working security, and there's nobody there. And I'm feeling, dude, I'm so embarrassed at this point because I'm like, I'm like, we shouldn't have hired, like, no, like. Let's just send this dude home. Dude, I'm on my phone, like, pretending I'm doing business because I'm, like, trying to save some face, you know? <laughs> he was over on TikTok, TikToking. <laughs> I was TikToking, trying to act busy. And I can remember kind of, like, for a minute, and no bullshit, I was closing my eyes. I was like, man, I was like, can I just get a sign that this wasn't a complete waste <laughs> of a ridiculous amount of money? And within. A couple of minutes, my phone starts ringing, and it's an out-of-state number. Mm. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna answer it just so this guy thinks we got something going on, <laughs> right? Make just it till so, you make it. Yeah, just so. And this guy, uh, you know, Battlefield CQB, and he's like, uh, "Hey, are you guys the uh, laser tag?" And I was like, 
yeah. He's like, uh, I got a training group, Code 3 Security, and I want to uh, check the place out, see if we can use it. And I'm like, thinking in my head, is this a joke? And then, uh, so I'm like, yeah. I was like, he's like, are well, you available now? This is like 10 o'clock at night. Right? Yeah, right. come on up. Hurry up. Yeah, come on up here. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, why not? I'm here. I'll stay here till whenever, you know. Dude comes in, took a look around. They gave us our first $1,000 order. Really? And that was on day one. And I was like, all right, well, maybe that's the maybe that's the sign I was looking for. This might actually work so out. How's it, so ever since that situation, how's it been going? Well, bad. So it went slow. So that was <laughs> that was the first day. So, but that was just my sign. After that, it it was a very slow start. It was probably about, man, probably about six months of hit and miss. You'd get mm-hmm. like a party mm-hmm. and nothing. Then it kind of started to gain a little momentum. Nelson got everybody on Discord. Um, that kind of that really started to help build the game, build the community of people who were playing. Mm-hmm. Then at about six months, we started getting, like, consistently busy. Right. Yeah, so, like, my homeboy, he does the marketing. Um, he's like, man, you know, like, six months is kind of, like, the where it's at. Like, even mm-hmm. if you start doing advertising, he's like, man, you got to give it six months mm-hmm. of advertising this just to see a return on your investment. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's crazy. It's funny that you said it, because that's like, listen, you know, anything in marketing, <laughs> get about six, seven months. You can't just shut the doors and say it's over with. You right. might you got to give it some time to to start, especially with the a lot of people are on Discord, like the community, like the social media aspect of it is is so important now because you want to tell people what you got yeah. going, what you're doing, right. um, advertise, IG, TikTok, mm-hmm. you know, funny videos in there go viral. Then the next, you know, everybody's in there like, oh, we want to go play laser tag because, I, like I said, for me because I'm on a I'm I'm in like the Southfield area. I was like, man, that's way on the west side, you know, way in Westland, because I would have never known about it right. at all, just because it's not like you said, it's not in kind of my circle of things I go to or be around. Right. Uh, and I was just when Jeff told me about, it, I was just like, oh, I was like, oh, this is about to be some, this is about to be some live shit, because he all he was all into it. I was like, oh yeah, this is about to be, this is about to be some some live shit. So why why did y'all go laser tag opposed to like airsoft? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, why? Why? Good that? question. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, turn. that's, and we get that a lot. And to this day, people will ask. And really, I love, I like playing airsoft. The problem that that we have, since we're a small staff, one, we don't have enough judges to be out there. Mm. The one main issue with airsoft is it's the honor system, right? You have mm-hmm. people saying like. I didn't get shot. They get shot. They didn't get shot. And there's a lot of fights that break out due to that because nobody wants to back down because nobody knows each other, you know, and it's it's unfortunate. But any time you have a game where an honor system is in play to some degree, even if there are refs, I mean, you're looking at a very tiny little airsoft BB. Uh, you know, it's hard to keep track of where those things are going, who they're hitting. I, listen, I was playing – I was there because I – and once again, I played airsoft before I came there, so mm-hmm. I can definitely vouch for that. Um, and like shooting, you know, you know, once you hit the BB, hit the guys with the BB, they probably be padded up. Some may not feel it because they got pads on their elbows or arms. And I'm like, I hit you, I hit you, whatever, whatever. Next, you know, you getting dumped by somebody else because yep. they now they know you there, or whatever. So I can definitely see that because I was getting a little irritated at laser tag <laughs> 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 because 
I'm like, okay, you get hit five times or whatever, whatever game we were playing, you got two lives, but you get hit three times or five times or something like that. Then you dead or whatever. And the other team was going against. I'm like, well, I shot such and such such. He said, I got more lives than you. I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was kitty kitty. It was. It was. I was. I. I guess I can vouch for that because I was getting pissed and they're like, "Listen, man, I thought it was one shot, one kid. What? What is all this? You get shot four or five times. What? And then he's like, "Yeah, I got more life than you. So you just gonna keep running around here in this shoe house, just shooting people until until you down. That don't. That don't." I'm like, whatever, but, you know, it was fun. Yeah, some of the games, there's, some of the games, it's not as cut and dry as a real situation, but we're doing it to kind of do the, uh, to have some gamesmanship in there. I had fun. Yeah. I had fun, I, but I'm just saying, I, hey, it was, hey, I was getting pissed. Hey, hey, yeah, but you know happened. what, but you know what, though, so I think that's, I think that's gaming versus reality and, like, I, like how we feel about it, because as I'm listening to you tell this story, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, I actually kind of like that to some degree. Because the gamer in me is like, okay, yeah, like you said, I popped you twice. You should be down. But, like, the trainer and the the, the shooter in me is like, okay, I get that. Because just because I got shot once, right? They sometimes twice, depending on where it's at, don't mean I'm out the fight. You know what I mean? I mean, I can still keep going. So I kind of, I, I really do kind of like that aspect of it being different. But I can see that. Eventually, if it's always like that, kind of wearing okay. on you a little bit, there, you know, what I mean? you know. What well, I, mean? I, I guess that's because, like you said, kids is in there, so they get hit once and they right. sit down, right. they piss, they're like, right. "Oh, man, he keeps right. shooting right. me." Right. Yeah, so, mind you, we right. we in there playing a the game with no, all we got is a headband on, mm-hmm. no chest, no chest, no chest sensor. Mm-hmm. So all the shots are head, head shots. shots. Okay, yeah. got you. Got so if you, you come around the corner and so, I didn't, and so I didn't thumped that, you. So in that aspect, <laughs> yes. If I didn't pop you in the melon, yeah, you should be. I come around that corner and I didn't mm-hmm. thumped you twice. You tell me, wait a minute, I got more lives than you. I said, what? <laughs> and that's that's the big difference. So you guys like to train. I like to train. We don't mind. We could have a blast running drills, running for hours. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But there's the other part of the public, they're not into it. Plus, there's some ego too. So mm-hmm. we got a lot of guys that come in. You know that ego. Straight shit. up, think that they are some Jason Bourne, Rambo equalizer type dude, who's just going, who's never picked up a gun in their life. Mm-hmm. But they think <laughs> that they're just going to. A flip will be switched, and they are going to be some kind of super assassin. John Wick on the course, hundred <laughs> percent. And it's and it's happening into the matrix. They there? Yeah, these egos get fragile. You know, we have these guys. They'll do, they rage quit. You know, they. Were, so but, tell us about a rage quit story. Okay, well, so I never used to even think that rage quitting was a thing. As a matter of fact, I didn't even know the term until rage until somebody started oh, oh, saying it. You you know around that's me. from like Madden days, <laughs> right? You go online, you twenty one nothing them or whatever, and they just get mad and just turn it off so you don't get the uh, the victory on your record. Hundred oh, percent. Yeah. So I I don't know how kids are growing up nowadays, but when I grew up, you just if you went to go play something. You sucked until you got good. Mm-hmm. I never wrestled a day in my life. When I would join the high school wrestling team, I got the living shit kicked out of me for about mm-hmm. a good month before I started to not get the shit kicked out of me and just survive. And then eventually, survival goes to you start getting a couple guys mm-hmm. and you start picking up some momentum and you find your niche, right? Kids these days, even adults, don't understand that they go in and they think they want it they're now. just going to 
obliterate everybody because they do on Call of Duty or they do in Fantasyland, and uh, they don't, you know, and it's it, it, they get humbled, and I don't know if they just don't know how to handle just being humbled, but I've always been of this of the school of if you suck, you just get better. You don't just well well the game's over or we got to make these good players stand aside. And, you know, it's like, it doesn't work anywhere else in this world. You know, why you would think that you would just walk in and automatically be good is mind blowing to me, but it happens. (laughs) I know you still, you got a couple more topics you want to get into. We can talk this all day. Well, I mean, we talking about, yeah, you you cut me off in the beginning, but I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to, to. it's funny that you say that. I just want him to kind of expand a little bit more because I didn't know you was going there then. I I just want him to expand more on what it, what it was, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess because I I was going to jump on that because, (laughs) listen, we playing the game (laughs) and I want to talk about the design of the, when he tell you about the design of the shoot house, you got to see it. So I'm in there, and I'm I'm trying to we gonna try to do that. And I'm trying to you know I'm navigating I'm I'm trying to clear right. I'm going in my tactical you know I'm moving slow whatever. Every time I look to the right, here come fucking Jeff shooting me in the back or shooting me like he was running around there at like light speed. I said, oh, this how this game is supposed to go. He played. So then I got aggressive, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Start taking, start taking ground and start pushing, pushing, pushing pace. So I, I you know, I didn't, I wasn't upset. I just looked at it like, oh, this is how you're supposed to play this, you know what I'm saying? Opposed to, you know, creep, look, 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 and then keep moving. Man, he was around there. He was, he was moving. I was like, damn, big boy, get, get it. I'm like, okay. So I was like, oh, this is what we on. So then I, then I had to turn up. Um and, and um and start like you know being more aggressive with the clearing and moving mm-hmm. um, aspect of it. But like you said, cause I was just one you know because I because how we were playing, we'll be playing with you know we everybody in there is you know can go. So it was a like a like a you know playing basketball with your homies. Like look, you ain't about to you know I ain't about to lose to right. you. Oh, you cheating? You know what I'm saying? Yep. You know my my you know all that. So I I kind of I get that definitely with the with the I wasn't gonna rage quit. I was just like, all right, you know. At some point I was tired anyway. I was like, shit, let's rage quit. <laughs> I was like, man, we was there from three or I don't know what to like. 10 you guys played a long session. That's not typical. You guys no because because we went up there when it was it was Friday Friday night. Yeah, and it, it was, was the, the when blizzard. the snow came. It was a blizzard, mm-hmm. and we out there. Everybody, like, you know, act, well, some of the homies out I'm there. Telling me, yeah, it, so it's just us. So we in there, and I was like, did we pay for this? all this? <laughs> I was like, how did this go? Did we pay for all this? And then we were just in there. Mm. I'm Like I said, kudos to them, man, him and Nelson. They were there. Because Nelson came in. I was just like, because we got there, the doors were closed and locked. So I'm just like, oh, these dogs, they was like, shit, we ain't coming out. Right. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have blamed you. But they showed up and they got it going. Like I said, um it, it was it was a dope experience, man. And um but talk about and then you say you want to expand it, but talk about some of the pushback you got from the city because of what they thought it may bring or, or be about. Well the city no, actually. This the city was actually really good. Uh, okay. at the time, uh, Mayor Londo, uh, there's a new guy in there now. Um, everybody from planning, everybody was actually really good. They did everything they could to get us in that spot, and, and even the mall. Which you mean? Oh, so it took something else to get like you were just kind of say? Yeah, because they it wasn't zoned right. So it was zoned. It was an old Alta building, so it was like a makeup store in the mall, 
and even the mall had never done anything like that with like an attraction in there um that was going to be to that degree uh and then the city what like i said it wasn't zoned right so we had to rezone that part of the mall which again was another issue because how do you usually you rezone an entire building not a segment of a building so man, that's zone, those zoning laws man are are wild man. yeah it's crazy so wow. i you know we had to jump through a ton of hoops to get the place open but there was no real pushback they were really trying to push us through but we started getting a lot of pushback once i made our first ad which was we had like a night where when we first opened we just had like friends and family come out mm -hmm. and just experience it and i used some of those pictures for the ads and the, some of the pictures had you know they were like teenage girls that they had the equipment on right and we started getting a ton of messages from people of like why are these kids being trained with guns? Why are they trying to be an active shooter situation? Are you promoting, you know, school shootings and stuff like that? It started coming heavy. Um, luckily, most of that was through private message, and they didn't blast it all over the actual ad that I was running. Uh, so hey, that, that's a win, but uh, it's still, they still were hitting it pretty hard. And, you know, I didn't even respond because... You only have so many hours in the day, and what am I going to do? Argue with every person that comes down the pipe? It's just going to be nonsense. So I just, you know, didn't even respond and just kind of let it go. Good for you, man. The Karens came for you, and you said they no. Did. <laughs> they the Karen, the Karen. <laughs> they did, man. So, so the Karens came cause, for cause, you. And don't get it twisted, man. I, I don't want to take anything away from the efforts of you know not wanting to promote something that's going to be you know. Uh, how do we want to say uh, enticing people to be school shooters or anything like that? Right. But this isn't something that's, you know, trying to get them to train for, you know, something crazy or anything like that. This is right at its core, no matter how you slice it, it's still a laser tag. It's still something that's been around since, you know, I'm I'm 44 years old. It's been around since I was a, I was a kid. So it's just like it's not anything new that we're trying to, you know, buff up and say, hey, here's this. It's just new the way that it's being done. Yep. And it's still the same thing at its core. So I, that, that's why I said the Karen tried to come, you know come for him and good the for realism. Him for you know, yeah. I think the realism of it maybe got. A, I'm look. I grew up on Laser Quest and Zap Zone. Right, that right. was badass. Right. You know, when we were kids, that was like right. the best thing. Red Rider. I mean, was yeah, yeah. Christmas story. He had that yeah. Red Rider. Yeah. He did try to shoot his eye out, but right. whatever. Um. So talk a. Let's let's get into like another topic, and then um. But I guess they go they go together. So y'all went to SHOT Show, right? Yeah. So tell us about your experience going to SHOT Show, some of the stuff that you like, you know, just, just the whole atmosphere. This was your first time? No. I mean, no, you've been... you said twice, right? Yep. Okay, so let's talk about SHOT Show. Yeah, so look, I was getting over a bug when I was at SHOT Show the last time, so I didn't have as much fun. But mm. SHOT Show in general is incredibly overwhelming. It's huge. People I don't think are really know how big shot show is it's multiple casino convention centers say, it's, it's, linked it's together. more than one convention so like it's caesars and, and it's multiple is... levels really mm. so you're going three four levels deep in these things so you i mean you could spend a month shot show <laughs> and not have it all figured out so, so that week is, is just it's like nothing dude gotcha. it's like a fire hose it's just like you're walking around and whatever you happen to be in the vicinity of that's what you're going to see. And mm. there's just not enough time to do it all. But 
what we do is we're looking for, we're mainly going for training products for the training part of the business. What can we do? There's a lot of departments that are around here, SWAT teams and what have you, that funding is a major issue. As a matter of fact, some of them actually are funded by the people in the unit, as crazy as that sounds. I can believe that. So we're trying to basically try to bridge that gap to get people, instead of having no training or very little training, how can we increase the training by keeping that cost down as low as we can get it, providing them with the stuff that they might use or the stuff they could use for different scenarios and things of that nature, again, to keep that budget down for those guys. Uh, Because, you know, look, in a world of budget cuts and, you know, police stuff, uh, you want to ease that burden as much as you can. And that was kind of like our initial goal of even going to SHOT Show the first time that we went, uh, was to kind of see what the technology is out there. And if we can implement that stuff for the commercial laser tag mm-hmm. side, all the better. It's you a win, know. win, win, yeah. Yep. It's, so, it's kind of like you don't give teachers enough to to educate and you don't give uh, officers enough to protect and serve. Right. Exactly, crazy. yeah. It's it's a crazy yeah like you know te- yeah don't even start on te- yeah I mean all the stuff teachers have to deal with day in and day out I think of just how they had to deal with us and I'm thinking I don't know how so, you'll be sane after that right so what are some of the stuff you you got there that you can implement right because I mean that was interesting the comment yep. that you made about taking down the cost of training because you know most facilities or uh, uh, SWAT teams or departments they have to go probably work. I don't know, Detroit, they, they, I mean, wherever, they can go somewhere, but they're going to have to rent a facility, and that's going to cost big money. Like the UTM, the UTMs, they're not even selling them to civilians no more to do it because of that Ukraine stuff. Yep. Um, so, and then them, them prices probably went out the roof, too, just because with the availability of it. Oh, yeah. So what are some things that y'all... I'm trying to get ammunition, boy. Yeah, ammunition. So what are some things crazy. that y'all seen there that can kind of curve that especially giving them training and life-saving skills, you know, that, that y'all found there that was useful. Yeah, so there's a uh, there's a ton of stuff. But as far as stuff that we're focused on, um, we're working with a company called Laser Ammo um, that basically allows you to retrofit, you know, your gun or a replica, you know, an airsoft replica that's going to have that same effect. You can have the sensors the sensors that uh, the people wear, they're on timers, so it'll let you know exactly who shot you, who shot you in what order, and then how much time it's been since you've been shot. So if you've been shot, you can have to place mm. a tourniquet. You know, it's it brings that time and that life-saving drilling into effect. Man, as long, really? Yes, mm. with Ooh. keeping that all, all that together. So you have different components of it that are kind of making it more realistic and we have some you know we we're going to be taking that and incorporating that into the laser tag uh space as well the c the the training aspect or yes because there's some stuff that we found i don't want to go too much on the exact direction that we're going for the laser tag but it's we're going to be making it very hyper realistic to where it's it's very realistic like the airsoft but it's taking that honor system out of it, mm. and it's going to actually, you're going to have a more definitive uh, kind of ending to to the matches kind of thing as opposed right. to. It's funny that you said it because when, beef, okay, so here it is. You, you played there 
and then you get shot. And it did the it goes off. Beep, 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 beep. Then you walk back to spawn back. Yep. But sometimes I didn't know if I was getting shot or was the person next to me. Like it was it seemed like someone maybe his was going off and mine was going off at the same time. Yeah. Like it was it's it was weird because and not to say that the equipment wasn't working right, but they were literally going around the corner. <laughs> and they was coming right back. Two seconds. So I don't know if the, if the other team was just tapping their ass they and they was coming right back. Yeah, there's a, It oh. could have been a few things. So right. there is, uh, we had friendly fire on that whole time when you guys were playing. Oh, That, that okay. adds a different dynamic mm-hmm. to it because when, cause oftentimes when people are playing laser tag, one of the downsides Your of it is the realism. Yeah, well, is that they're going crazy and just shooting everyone. That's not realistic. You can't mm-hmm. just go guns free, three-shot burst, all over the place, like that. Right. Ain't and real. that was another reason, and maybe that's probably why Jeff was doing, like because we all was everybody was dressed all the same, regular urban clothes, right? Mm-hmm. So we had uh, glow sticks, little mm-hmm. big glow sticks to to determine who was on the green team, who was on the blue team. But people moving so fast in front of you, it take you a split second to PID that person and then know that yep. he friend or foe. So <laughs> at sometimes it's like. Psh, yeah, well, you and my fr- oh, well, you know, just shoot everybody and let the paramedics sort them out. You know, that's kind of how I was in there. Like, but it was hard to PID people because of the blue and the green. But mm-hmm. I guess you know, to take to to get some of that technology in there to take to to let me know if my back was open to a threshold or to know if my side or my corner was open to a, a, a doorway or threshold that I didn't see. That's a good learning experience for me to know that I got to maybe back up by that a little mm-hmm. bit more and see what, what I got going. So that that's definitely dope, man, especially the idea that if I get shot, and it's probably going to be like, if you get shot three times, do it tell you where you got shot at, like on your body? Yes, the so, new system will. So meaning like, yep. meaning like I know headshots cut the box off, but if I get hit somewhere... That's not in the, you know, cavity threshold, whatever, that how long I got to live. And yeah, you got your plate carrier, but if it's a limb, how many minutes? How many, Femoral like artery? That, that is, know, how many that seconds? Is, that is some dope. Because now you're talking about they training. Sweet. Now they're in there with a tourniquet. So that's yes. like mm-hmm. another level of no training, training that so civilians which, or. To incorporate together with that, yeah. Which people yeah. do not think about. And you brought up a couple good points, and I'm really glad you did because it's things that people do not think about. So when they come out and play laser tag, it's great. It's fun, right? Right. But there's some things that people are not thinking about. Like you said, positive target identification. Mm-hmm. You can't just, if you go through your house at night and you have intruders in there, you're not going to know who's who right, right off rip. Right. There's going to be a split second that you have to, and that's through training, that you're going to have right. to be able to positively identify your target. So just the idea of people, and people do bring that up to us. They're like, well, it's uh, it's kind of dark in here. It's hard to tell who's on what team. And I go, exactly that's how it is <laughs> right that's how it is yeah. it's it's not that you know i you don't go into a situation with a firearm uh when there's you know some sort of a an active shooter or even in the fog of war or any that's why it's called the fog of war you don't know what's going on there's people you don't know if they're friendlies you don't know if they're, they, mm-hmm. they're not all wearing a distinctive I'm wearing a red hat. You're wearing a blue hat. You must be the bad guy. No, everybody's right. mixed in, and it's chaos. And th- and that's where, you know, when we talk, even that's another thing about the podcast. We try to get game to – we try to uh, educate the uneducated and get, <laughs> give game to the people that need it because we like, look, regardless of what the situation is, in your house you're supposed to have a plan between you and your family mm-hmm. so that eliminate where – 
that eliminate people that I know I need to take care of to the people that I don't. You know what I'm saying? Right. The people that need that need to get some work, I know where they're gonna be at. And mm-hmm. the people that I'm protecting, like my mom, my wife, my kids, I know where they're at. Cause everybody know the plan. If they hear something, whatever, a cold or whatever, they know where to go. Right. So, what's the saying? Proper previous planning right. prevents piss poor performance, right? There you go. So it's saying. So that that's dope, man. That 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 y'all thinking outside the box of just laser tagging, just like kitty, you know, fun, fun, fun. But the training aspect of real life things they can get in there and then take out and implement. Because you know, because mm-hmm. I went down the training hall just like you did, and you know, I tell people, look, take your handgun one or two class, but go take your handgun whatever, whatever to get that, and then go like low light and then put a stop the bleed in there probably before the low light or something. But the stop the bleed need to be in the top three classes. 100%. You said, 100%. And then low light is like, only why I say you do the handgun one and two because it's probably in the daytime. But that low light aspect is like a whole nother world about training. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the thing. And I, you know, you know what's know, funny? We was in there like, we was like, oh, this shit cool. They were like, can we cut the lights off? Like everybody in there on our two, everybody was like, "Can we cut the lights off?" I'm like, "Oh, y'all trying to get real dirty up in here." And they, they was like, "He was like, Tim, he was like, yeah, we could cut all the lights." I'm just like, "Nah, man, y'all ain't about to do me like that." We don't talk about it a lot because, like I said, most people that come in, they're just there to play laser tag. Right. But the way we've designed it and the way we run it is, be- there are multiple levels to how we want people to react and how your nervous system reacts and all the different corners and cutouts are there for a reason. I was nervous. My nerves was up. Yeah, because we want it to be as hyper-realistic as we can get it and kind of to train the brain in the way that you're thinking because people are not, people are not thinking about it like that. And, and, you know, and look, I want everybody to be armed, right? But you got guys that, they buy a gun, they go to the range a couple of times a year, maybe, right? Right. And, you know, I hate to say it, but you're a straight liability. Mm-hmm. Because if you're, you want, I feel like once you've decided to carry that gun, you have a responsibility mm-hmm. to be as well trained as possible with that firearm. Mm-hmm. And, and to be aware of all the situations that are going to go into it, because now you're the guy that people are going to look to mm-hmm. stop something, to stop a threat that's happening. Right. And the fact, you know, if you're only going to a, to a, a stand-up, you know, sided flat range and training that way, it's almost, you know, it's almost like not being trained at all. Not being trained at all. Hey, man, and I want to, just to add and kind of piggyback off what he said, um, really, really more or less talking to him, but that's the reason why um, this show and this, you know, friendship or relationship even came to be because literally, you know, as an instructor and somebody who trains and wants to teach and does, you know, I've, I've always wanted to up my game, so to speak, and get better and do. And so when I saw him training the way he trained, yep. you know, it was like, yo, I want to do that because I've been wanting to do that, but I can't find where I can go do that. And then right. through, you know, other ways we got, you know, we, we found each other, so to speak, or whatever, without telling the whole story. And, you know, so now I train with them. You know, I run and do acts, and I do all the – so now I'm able to do. Right. But for everybody that's not able to do how we do and train how we train, where we train and so forth, I think that's that's a, a great a great tool that they should be able to use. 
and, and take advantage of is coming to you know to you guys' place to do that because right. again that's that's just extra training for us you know that's extra you know yep. but for anybody that can't do the base stuff that we do that is their base yeah and there's nothing wrong with that just being able to do but just take that approach to this is the training and i'm doing it for this or i'm 100 you know like like i may go out there and like i'm typically like okay like you said team deathmatch i'm that guy because i used to do paintball you know when i was a kid and do all that stuff right. too so i'm that guy that i don't mind i don't care about the numbers tell me my part of the team you know right. so my if, if i'm if i'm the six o'clock guy cool ain't nobody getting past six if they do i'm either gonna yell it out you know the whole yeah shoot you know, you communicate so, yeah communicating all that stuff so i may go out there and the first time we out there and we we were two i may not get 40 you know 50 kills or whatever but because i'm trying to see what's everybody right. doing and you know use it as a training aspect 100 but i think <laughs> a lot of people need to utilize that and even if it's not you know i don't even care if it's with us or any you know People could do it on their own. Dude, mm -hmm. The amount, of, like you bring, go back to Shot Show. The amount of stuff that's available for training mm -hmm. is unreal. unreal. It's out there. There's so much of it. Hell, if you just got an airsoft gun mm -hmm. that was a replica of what you carry, mm -hmm. you could train in your backyard with that. You yep. could train your draw stroke. You could train transitions. You could train your moving, your communicating, all your stuff. You don't, and if it's gas blowback, I mean, it's not going to be exactly the same kind of recoil, but, but it's going to simulate yeah. it. You know, there's a, there's no excuse. There's all the stuff is there. People, if they decide that's what they want to do, should be trained and they should take advantage and train as much as possible. Now, you don't have to be, no one's saying you got to go overboard and make it, you know, uh, you ain't a lifestyle heavy metal. Six. But, uh, <laughs> but at the same time, if that's what you're going to do, why not be as good as you can be exactly. at it? And that's kind of how the approach I took, even with sports and all that. I was always like, look, I need to get, once I got my final, like, I need to get trained. I need to get mm -hmm. trained adequately, not just CPL. I need to learn how to use this platform mm -hmm. from the handgun to the rifle. Um, and it's funny because I've seen that, that company that's, I don't know, what's the name of them? Which one? Uh... The, the, the three guys that's coming to do the class. Oh, uh, Orion Group. Orion Group. Because Jeff sent to me said, we should do this. And I was like, bet, but I guess it filled up so fast. Like yeah. I didn't have I didn't have all my pennies together. You know what I'm saying? I wish I, like you know, I wish I, like I said, I wanted to, but I didn't know it was gonna fill up that fast. But when I was reading the description, I think they said some things you can bring, and it was one system was the Mantis system. Yep. So yeah. So Mantis. Yep. I actually ordered me a Mantis system anyway, just so I can just be in the house working. You know, working. Badass. And I was just like, Badass. man. Like, I don't know, you know, in the future, y'all, you know, I guess that's, you know, where it's going to come to. But I just like, man, that mana system is dope. It, you don't get a blowback, but you get the trigger. Trigger pull, yeah. Trigger mm -hmm. pull, and then, you know, up drills, whatever, corner, whatever. So, I mean, you know, you just got to run your race how you run it. You know, mm -hmm. train how you train. Like, everything ain't going to be realistic besides the actual round. Right. But for a cheaper way to train... Opposed to you know thousand you know a class for six hundred like a class for three hundred two days six hundred yeah. and ammo talking about thousand dollars or something like that so I got a managed system some more can, some more cost effective alternative right cost effective C battlefield CQB and and what we're trying another thing to kind of piggyback off of that what we're trying to do and we try to do it over the summer um, but when I was out when I was down south uh, training with Eddie Gallagher I ran into a guy. Uh, Mac was down there who uh, was a PJ, uh, CIA guy, um, and he started a company called um, Spectre Defense Group, 
and they're out of South Carolina, I believe. He kind of took me under his wing uh, when I was down there and kind of like, you know, showed me. I was, you know, I ain't no tier one operator. You know what I mean? So he was able to kind of break things down, pie it down. And he's been, you know, I've been using him as a soundboard and a resource. They came out. They did a training class for three days um, over the summertime. But it wasn't open to civilians. Uh, but him and I have been talking. We're going to be working on some more civilian. They're worried about, you know, operating procedures, stuff like that. Right. They don't want all the movement, you know, all that stuff to get out as far as what they're using. Hey, man, I, what, what do you got? What are you supposed to sign? What's the the, yeah, the old NDA? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I signed the NDA to get up in there and get right. that work. Right. But we're going to do, we, we've been talking about putting together a civilian course. And he's actually going to be helping me uh, redesign the course because I don't know if you know we are looking at another building out. You in, told uh, me in Garden City, uh, which is going to have a catwalk above, so instructors will be able to look down. Oh, you're about the... to go deep, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a lot more in depth, a lot more realistic, and he, you know, he's going to help us out with that. But uh, I would say, you know, I want to shout out to him because he's a been a big resource. Now, who is that again? Uh, his name is Dusty. I don't want. I don't know if he wants me to put his full name out there. He no, does still do operate. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You got an ID we, we, we or what's the, com- no, what's the company? Spectre Defense Group. That's it. That's is, it. Is his? Uh, yeah, that's it. Is his outfit? Yeah, we don't. No, no. Put <laughs> his name. His real name might even be Dusty. Right. You ain't about to blame us. Yeah, you, you know. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the alias of the alias. Hey, and, and I guess I know we uh, getting close here, but I, I know I want you to still do the. Uh, well, okay, uh, let me you, ask him you this. Your governor letter. Okay. Let me let me get this in too. Cause ask him what he liked about Shasha. Like, that's listen, what, that's okay. what that's literally Ooh, where I was shit. about to go. So, but but to this effect, give me your top three, top three or four guns or 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 uh, firearm accessories or whatever, either or, uh, that you saw while you were there. Okay, it's kind of put me on the spot, so I'm not gonna remember the company names. That's but, cool. But there was a really great company that was making uh, reusable uh, flashbangs. Really. That, um. Was it a IWA? No, you know, because they also made drone lights, and I can't can't remember the name of the company now, but it was very cool. Just the way that they were distraction devices Mm -hmm. that you could use without, you know, causing any damage or stuff like that. But that was super cool. I got to always shout out to Laser Ammo because they're, like, on the cusp of all things that are interesting and cool. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, as far as the last company, there was a, a company again. I, I should have wrote these down. I got them all at the shop. But um, IR lighting uh, for your vehicle, again, mm. uh, magnetic, so you don't have to worry about getting stuff drilled in, specialty brackets, and all that kind of stuff. Really, I've I'm like obsessed with running nods, and uh, yeah, just the IR lighting and the effect that you can do, I think, is super cool. I'm starting to get into thermal. Hey, you said for the car? For your car, yeah. <laughs> kind of like a plug-and-play solution to where you don't have to get stuff hardwired in, taking it in, getting it all. Mm. Oh, you so know, you could, oh. You could straight up go cigarette lighter mm-hmm. or a little 12-volt attachment, and these things just magnet onto the top with really powerful magnets, so they're not coming off. Um mm. I thought that mm. was, you know, I'm kind of a geek at that kind of stuff. Well, is that that's not, cool. what about the new cars with all the computers? Well, I mean, if you as long as they have that port that you could plug into, hell, I mean, I'm sure if you wanted to, you could rig up like an old, um, like some of those new uh, batteries that have mm-hmm. all the accessories in there. I think like Goal Zero makes them. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, all kinds of companies. Mm. Tesla's. You're like, man, I see some lights on that might. 
tear up a Tesla. <laughs> right. Hey, man. Cold weather and magnets are going to tear up a Tesla. Hey, man, yeah. if, if they got tunes for cars, you can trick computers to still do X, Y, and Z and make them faster. I'm pretty sure you can do something like that, or somebody will eventually. Maybe that's... There'll be workarounds. Yeah, workarounds sure. what, what was, yeah, okay. So what was a cool firearm company that... that like? Yeah. Okay, what do you carry? Like, What's your what's your preference? I, I'm a SIG uh, P320 guy uh-huh. uh, with a red dot. That's like my daily. What's your rifle? You, you just come in here and destroy everything. He's an MSU guy. He carries a SIG P320. <laughs> What's yeah, your, what's your rifle? I got a couple Glocks, but that's just what I've always liked. Yeah. Uh, my rifle, um, I've got like a uh, like a small. Uh, what do I have? Like a Bushmaster that I've that I put a new upper on, so I've got kind of like a short barrel. Um, and then I've got like a sixteen inch that I run. Uh, like on the short barrel, I just run like a Hollow Sun red dot. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, an IR my IR laser. I run a Hollow Sun IR laser and Illuminator on there. Okay. They got a new one coming out too. I think did I saw. You, about to say, did you did you go by the booth because? Yeah, I went, but it was mobbed. It was just mobbed with. People. I can believe it, man. Because from so I followed just following them on the gram, man. I think they updated their thermal. Yeah. Remember how we were talking about before, and we were talking about how who's we talking to about the thermal? Dude, those have been sold out though. Like you can't even like. The same we was talking to about the thermal. Maybe because I just seen that they had it. Yeah, we were talking to somebody about the thermal. We were saying they were basically telling me that. It's not quite there yet. Like the way, like the pre, this is, and this is pre shot show saying that, like, it, at like a, within like 100 yards is cool, but past that, it's not that great. Oh, that was uh, Marvin. Yeah, yeah. That was Marvin. Yeah. So, and, but now it looked, the way they was doing it, it looked like it's a whole different one. So maybe they upgraded a little it's bit. It's better. It's yeah. better now. Again, do I think it's, it's really there? No, but it's, it's still heads they and sold tails some. better. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, still heads and tails you, better. Do you, you I'm been, a guy. You were down, did you you go downstairs? I'm sorry. You go downstairs to the uh, shot show. Yeah. Okay. So when I when we first went to shot show, Hollow Sun was downstairs in a booth no bigger than this wall. Yeah. I, and then you see them now. It's like huge. Exploded. Yeah. Bro, they were Not downstairs because like downstairs is kind of like like the basement stuff. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, know, know. I know what you're saying. Yeah. The stuff people miles. give them shit, but I I have I've never had a failure with any Hollow Sun product that I've ever had. I've had failures with Eotex. I've had failure. You know. So you know. I'm a Hollow Sun guy. I'm well, I think the Hollow. Yeah, I think the like Hollow Sun is you know people on the American Made tip opposed to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where where that stuff come from? But if you dig down into a lot of the parts that go into either one, they, a lot yeah. of them made overseas. Anyway. I mean, they parts come parts. Like some parts are coming yeah. from places the same parts. Where they, say, where they say assembled right. in the U.S. Right. <laughs> right. Assembled in the U.S. through Mexico or whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. But, some of those know? some of those reflective or non-reflective glasses and you know coatings and stuff like that. That material just doesn't come from this part of the country type of thing. So it's not all made. Hundred percent. Well, like yeah. you know, me and Bear were talking about trying to get down there next year or the year after. Oh yeah. Um, like on Media Pass, because like I said, I went there. I was like not a vendor. <laughs> or sec- I was like security, whatever my whatever we went as. So I was there two years, and now like I said it was it was definitely overwhelming, but it was a great experience. It was fun. fun yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's. I guess the fun part is going to the park because I think it's so technically shot shows stops on like Saturday or Friday or something like that. Friday, yeah, Friday. So it goes from like Monday Friday. to. 
This year, Friday. this year, I think it said Tuesday to Friday. Tuesday, Friday, but then like the Monday, Tuesday would be like the cool shit, like the uh, range days with yep. like mm-hmm. certain range companies day. and all that. Mm-hmm. So I got, guess we got to figure out how to get into those. But uh, that's the only thing I didn't do. Like I didn't never went to the range. Too, like I've heard, like don't Glock throw a big party and somebody. USCC, like party. everybody go to the USCCA party. Okay. Yep. And I don't so know we, if we, we probably if, get, we can probably get into that. Ain't maybe you know I don't know how the USC party work. If you we probably get into and then Glock, I think I went to the agency party with a. AT, ATI, Doug and them. So I was I went to a couple of things, but like I said, it's this party's all over the place. So whoever yeah. group you with or whatever, who you cool with or right. rock with, that's we'll where that you figured at. Out, yeah. That's where you at. So um Yeah, that was uh that was about it. But I guess I guess we was gonna get to the question. This been we've been talking about this last couple of days. So one and I was talking to uh about uh the the letter from Governor Greg Abbott. And I ain't going to read all of it, but he wrote a letter to the Biden administration and it's basically saying under President Biden's uh, lawless border policies, more than six million illegal immigrants have crossed over into the southern borders in, in, in just three years. That is more than the population of 33 different states in this country. This illegal re- refusal to protect the states has inflicted unprecedented harm on the people across the United States. But it, it got a, like other issues, you know, it, that's just one key thing I just took out of the whole statement, the whole letter. Um, so I was just, you know, I was talking to, you know, Tim um, off the air about like, what was his thoughts? And just, you know, just, you ain't got to go too deep into it or, you know, whatever, whatever, but just the protecting that borders. And because Texas governor actually had to send a letter to the, the Biden administration Biden, yeah. to say, look, what are you doing is unlawful. So, like, come on, man. Like, stop it. So, you yeah. know, what was your thought? What, I mean, what's your thoughts about that? <sighs> Shit. Well, I don't have a short answer, but I'll give you my answer. <laughs> so, have you, you guys ever been to Mexico? I'm a, I'm not my I'm, I'm not I'm not hip really going like I've, my wife and the one I've go. seen I the not... wall in uh in Chula Vista so I, I've been close yeah so last time I was in Mexico was probably about how oh, maybe four years ago and uh we did the Tijuana thing you know, we were running around Tijuana and uh we end up walking back now when you walk into Mexico there ain't nobody stopping you there's like a guy at the gate but he's asleep driving in the same way yeah walk. yeah so coming back, it was starting to be around, oh, it was probably about 4 a.m. by the time we got back. And as we got back, there's a road that leads out, right? And in this road along the, uh, what would you call it, like the, um, not the sidewalk, but the curb, as far as you can see, there's kids sleeping in the curb. And it was a weird experience for me to see it. You know, I you always hear about the poverty and stuff, but when you see just as just as far as you can see, just kids sleeping, and then their moms kind of like watching over them. Look, I get why people want to get the hell out of there and try to get a second chance. I I get that, and we got to have a secure border. You know, it it's complicated though because I I can see it from there perspective you know i i try to always look at it from every side of the coin and i get it man you got a kid you got this condition you do just about anything to get them the fuck out of there and but you can't just you can't also have a secure country and everybody just come on through either so i think we there just has to be a complete revamp and i don't even know 
you know, what the answer is. But there's got to be a revamp of the system. One, to vet people who are coming in. If there's some way to expedite the, the legal way of entry. But I don't think you can just let everything in, you know, because then what do you have, you know? And then everybody's on the system and it's draining the system. It's almost like it's almost like the solution had to be done so long ago. We're now in like this big mess, you know, to where things are like I don't even know if they're recoverable. Right. Because so it's kinda of like this this can we band aid it just to stop it a little bit, the, the hemorrhage. See, like, what do we do? Yeah. And, and, and I, I don't that. want kids being, you know, stuck and separated and I I don't nobody wants that, you know. And I don't want people suffering either. And I don't want people having to go through the desert and everybody's dying. But then you got cartels taking advantage of it. You got right. kids being trafficked. You got women right. being trafficked. I mean, dude, it's so crazy. And it's almost like what we got to do is we got to sit down because I think everybody's on the same page. Nobody wants anybody dead. Nobody wants every, everybody wants, you know, an opportunity at a good life. And it's almost like we got to stop going tit for tat with, you know, left versus right. Because most people are not that way. Most people are somewhere in the middle. But every year, the politicians get everybody fired up. And, man, like, remember COVID? Like, dude, they had families, like, hating each other. Dude, you, said, you couldn't go down. You couldn't go to family dinner yeah. because you were afraid cousin whoever might. How many shots you got? You only got one? Oh, right. we ain't coming over. See, and you sound, you sound – Almost don't they, don't that sound familiar? You sound almost verbatim from the last time the conversation we had. Yeah, Every, just about ninety five, ninety eight percent of what you said is the same thing I said. Like, dude, I don't care what your political background is, belief or anything. It's like the politics of red, blue, left, right. You know, Democrat, Republic, Republican. It's all at this point. It's all stupid. It's, it's you gotten all, too crazy. It's gotten too crazy of putting it out for whatever. And like I, I said, matter of fact, he just he just posted a clip not too long ago. <clears throat> excuse me, of that <clears throat> excuse me of that part of the last show we did, where I started off saying just that. Like, there's got to be a better way. Like, there should be a system in place that if we're gonna do this, expedite the whole process and put it at the border itself. Yep. And then go through the process of what it is and the vetting and all instead of just doing the, okay, we're going to let everybody in, and then we got to go back and find them and so forth and so forth and go through the process then and everything. I look at it like this, man. Uh, COVID, it's funny you mentioned COVID. COVID changed my view on a lot of things the way the, way the government and we as people do things yeah. and, and big, big corporations, I'll say, do things. 100%. And the way that we, we've been told they could do things, and then I don't want to say that we've been lied to, <clears throat> but thing, but uh, we've kind of noticed that if you really paid attention to, things can be done at a much faster pace than what they are. And I'm 100%. saying things as a general, due to you know, is a necessity for you right. know because like I said, you know it, it it takes forever for vaccines and for other uh, 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 remedies and pills and medicine and all kind of stuff to go through and it's tri- trial stages and so forth, so forth. Oh, but we got an emergency pandemic, so now we got to skip all this and do all this and to get a vaccine. Regardless of how you feel about vaccine, but it's the fact that yeah, all of a sudden it, things run things run on a tight yeah. ship, going a little faster to get this done to stop this death and curb this and blah blah blah. And that's a big farmer thing because normally it's farmer says, "Well, it's going to take this and there's this that." Okay, so now when there's a for real 
issue, we can get it done faster. Okay, so if we can do that, we should be able to do that with everything else that comes to a, a critical point or a critical head, like something like this. Okay, cool. There's a process of immigration, and it's this, that, 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 the third, and the third. Okay, why don't we find a way to speed that up or make it done faster or sooner so we, like you said, so we don't have this issue and you want to help them, but right. also be able to weed through the, the bad faster. Because yeah, I just saw, it's funny, I just saw a thing uh, talking about the border and they were saying that I think it was 90 or 70, it was however many uh, people that were on the terror list, on the terror watch list that have, that have been picked up in the last uh, year, Cal- like, 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 yeah. cal- like calendar year uh, at the borders. So it's a lot, but because you were kind of denying folks and it just so happened and running their stuff, you caught them. But how many more have gotten free or gotten through that you're just right. pushing through? Well, let's just, you know, put the whole process right in front of everybody and then, you know. Make just, it real transparent. You know, you know that's the transparency is a, is a big thing. Yeah. Now, let's look, at, let's look at the history in this country, right? This country, the powers that be, have benefited by keeping people divided for a long time scare tactics all kind of craziness right i think now with technology social media stuff like that not that i think social media is really all that great but it has some positive aspects to it people are kind of starting to see Mm -hmm. you know behind the scenes a little bit Mm -hmm. on how a lot of this stuff operates and how a lot of these politicians behave you know man it's tough to find a good one oh yeah but the the amount of division and and almost like every time you watch the you want it has to be something dividing you know mm-hmm. because let's face it if everybody if there wasn't division because pretty much I've been all over the world for the most part people are pretty much the same everybody wants to do the same thing they want to provide for their family mm-hmm. they want their kids to be healthy and happy. They want to just be happy and do all the stuff that they want to do. Right. Basically, that's pretty much everybody in the world right. in Universal. the nutshell. Yeah. All this other stuff that these guys try to try to push, most of it, and it always comes at a time when there's an election. It always comes at a time when there's a, a time crunch, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, like, you know? It's, like, it's like the old, you know, the old adage of like, you know, when somebody's trying to scam you, you know, there's always like, oh, this has to happen tomorrow. They put a time pressure. It's got to happen tomorrow. Hey, man, I need, you know, let me know if I can. You know, tomorrow's the day. You know, it's always like this pressure that they tried to put. Yeah, you got to do it now or it's going to be. You got to do it now. 70 cent off. If you do it now, it's going to be full price. Right. Or yeah. there's some dire, you know, if, if you don't do this, you know, something scary is going to happen. And, you know, it's like it's it's this game that they play all the time mm-hmm. and in and both i tend to lean more right but both sides are guilty you know and it's like to me it's it's one of these things it's it's almost like i said like the system needs an overhaul and yet i don't know if it, you got to get some i mean some of these guys in there are fucking 80 90 years old yeah, like, yeah. come on Ooh, dude. they, they, they dying and passing out on the stand like back when you were young dude, like and then, and then, it was world was a little different right and and, and you know we we ain't even going there cuz we we'll, we'll be here talking all day about politics and not really politics and then we well you know. i guess you know even though the conversation is everybody we all on the same page right. something yeah, needs yeah, to be done and they try to keep the, you know, something needs to be done. We want to protect our borders, protect right. our families, but we don't want to see kids on the side of the road. We don't, you know, right. you know, right. it, it's, you can't help everybody, but 
Like for the most part, we all on the same page. Yeah. Something got to yeah. be done, and it, like you said, you hit one nail on the head on that. Like it should have been done 40, 40 years ago. Right. Yeah. But now it's kind of like it's nothing that can be done. It's just gotta, you know, trying to put yeah. a, put a bandaid over a, a a big a wound. When you yeah, when you look back on all this stuff, you know everything that's really like a trigger point in U.S. history. It's it's a litany of kicking the can down the road. And making it somebody else's problem. Problem. That's funny. That's how it is at my job. <laughs> like people don't care. They just move on, and then it's the next supervisor's problem. Ooh, just keep it going. Don't nobody fix nothing. But you know, I know you got to go, Tim, and I don't want to hold you. You know, too much longer. Like I said, we can be sitting here all day because I still didn't get. Uh, I still got some more shot show questions. Um, right, some other right, stuff. That's, that's no, we could have talked about shots right. over. Yeah, right. I mean, because I was like, yeah, we ain't gonna go there. I mean, because I, yeah. I we, we do. Need I'm to gonna try. We're gonna try to throw one in. Um, talk about it like next week or the next time show to bring somebody on that was another guy, another homie that was there. Um, bring him on the show so we can talk about it, or we might just call some people on on the call up like we did last mm-hmm. time and talk to some people mm-hmm. I know that was there, but. Let people know where they can follow you at and, like, the company's name, the website, the Instagram, all that good stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, battlefieldcqb.net is our website, not .com. We couldn't afford the .com. <laughs> oh, man. We, little, we were strapped when we had to get <laughs> That was the last situation. thing you That's the first thing you supposed to buy, but that's probably the last <laughs> thing. He was like, man. It was so it. expensive, the .com. It was like, they wanted like 20 grand. I'm like, yeah, I'm good on that. I'll really? That. Yeah, sometimes I think if you just get the right wording, you know, it's like, dude, plus people buy all that stuff up mm-hmm. now. And that. So yeah, battlefieldcqb.net um, or battlefieldcqb, and, and there'll be links to all our Instagram, everything, Instagram, TikTok, so uh, Facebook. It, it's all battlefieldcqb. So is the is is it the Instagram? Is it battlefield c? Is it is battlefield cqb just like that? Uh, or is it underscore? Yeah, underscore. Right now. Yeah, I think it's an underscore. Hey, we put Tim on the spot. He don't even know his own. <laughs> <Instagram. laughs> a little like. Uh, I mean, I just run the place. I don't know what the social medias is. <laughs> I don't deal with all that. Uh, yeah, Battlefield underscore CQB. Yes, that's our that's our Instagram. Yeah, I, I, I just, <laughs> and it was funny is I just followed while we were sitting here earlier because I could swear that I already was following after he was telling me about it because I was going to ask you questions which we did about it, but I, yeah. we were talking about the games. But we already he already brought that up because so I was looking and I'm like. Dang, I could swear I already followed them, so I went and I, you know, seen the follow. Me. Yeah, sometimes I'll, I'll usually repost the same stuff, you know, yeah. Tim Steckle or whatever on my Instagram. Yeah, because I think Nelson, he was trying to, when he was up there talking, he was talking about um, don't confuse us with somebody else or something else. Because I seen the I, the software that came through the register. Right. And I was like, is these two the same companies? Like, I was like, oh, what is this? Yeah, I Because you got to walk through it. Icon, but it's the software yeah. you register with. But um, that's cool. Like I said, is is uh, Battlefield underscore QCB? Uh, CQB. CQB. Yeah. Like, definitely follow them, man. Um, support them. And, like, anything y'all got popping new that's coming up, man, please don't hesitate to come up here and use this platform. Yeah, to, no uh, doubt. No, to, I appreciate you guys to, um, for out here. To, to get it out there. Like I said, I'm a, I don't know, because I had some stuff popping off today. I'm going to try to get up there and do some more some B-roll, but I may. Uh, what, when are y'all open? What, what days? So the only days we're closed are Monday and Tuesday. Okay. And nice. then uh, Wednesday through Sunday we're open. Well, Wednesday uh, we open at 6. We go to like 9. Same with Thursday. The weekends is kind of where it kicks off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday we're, you know, we're open till midnight, 6 to midnight. Then okay. Saturday 3 to midnight. 
Um, no, I'm just gonna come up there and get a little video, so I can yeah, like anytime, Wednesday. Man. So it just you know it all depends on how I start editing and putting things together. Weekend start around three, so that's that's type of thing that if we wanted to, when we get done recording or something, we could shoot over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, shoot yeah. Over and, yeah. So like I said, thanks for coming, man. Thanks for giving you your time. I know you mm-hmm. just flew in. You were sick. All, all that good stuff, man. Like I said, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for the mm-hmm. dope hat. I do look kind of. Yeah, we'll get, once we get more, we'll, we'll drop off a little care package. Yeah, we need some. Like I said, we need yeah, some. Sh- I, got, I got some pants that go with. Like, I don't I, care. I, I got some phone pants that go with. I don't, like, I don't care. Like not, I said, you hey, you may not make it out with that. Hey, no. you know, <laughs> like we, you know, you know, one of the, you know, we got affiliate programs. So one right. of the affiliates of Pop Culture Two Two Three is uh, uh, Battlefield CQB. You know what I'm saying? Come up here and mention them. You never know. You never know yeah, what we can know, do. Right. You never know. So look, that's that's it from us. Very uh, good thing. No, I'm good, man. All right, so listen. We out of here. I will talk about the. We want to throw the go lions. You know what I'm saying? Yes. By the time, by the time this post, <laughs> we probably right. already know. Right. But get that roar going. But. Get that roar going. But it is what it is. Like I said. Uh, thanks. Like so. Look, if you like the show, and I know you're going to like the show, please mm-hmm. doesn't don't hesitate to hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, share it, put it out there. We definitely need it to get, you know, more visual, more eyes, more comments on the on the uh, more show. Ears, more everything. More ears, more everything. So, look, game recognize game. We recognize you, so please recognize us, and we out.